Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Julius Caesar's Coronacation, the podcast where your hosts, Eli Plocker and Angus Van Hamburg, will explore and dissect the themes of anger and revenge. Today, Angus and I will be joined by a good friend, Mark Antony. As you all know, Mark Antony played a huge role in the play, and today we want to hear his side of the story. This is a very rare opportunity, and we are very lucky to have him on the show. Great to be back, Eli. We haven't done an episode in quite a while. You got that right. I figured today's as good as any to discuss some Shakespearean themes. Welcome back, folks. That was Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Anyway, Angus, you were saying? Interesting Shakespearean subject we'll be discussing today. Today, I would like to dive into a conversation about revenge and anger in the book, Julius Caesar. I think it is clear to all of us that this theme is highlighted through Mark Antony. He clearly expresses his anger towards the other senators and seeks revenge. That is the exact reason why I brought him on the show today. That sounds wonderful. I actually have a lot to say about this theme throughout the book. However, I somewhat agree with Mark Antony and believe what the senators did was horrible. Fantastic. That way we can have a great discussion. I was really interested in how this theme of anger and revenge is seen through Mark Antony. As a matter of fact, we should take the time to introduce Mark now. Do you have anything you want to say first, Mark? Well, thank you for having me, Eli and Angus. I'm just glad I can finally talk about this in a non-hostile environment. Nice to have you on the show. However, Eli and I have a few things to discuss this theme before we include you, as long as it is okay with you. No worries, Ang. We just want to make sure the audience understands our perspective on it first. Anyways, it is undeniable that the themes of anger and revenge are constantly reoccurring throughout the play. We see Mark Antony express his hatred for Brutus and Cassius for their unruly deeds. He believes they should be punished for their actions. Why do you use hand quotations when you say hatred? Well, Angus, funny you asked. Based on my observations, Mark attempts to undermine Brutus and Cassius very discreetly. How so? Well, in his speech at Caesar's funeral, he explicitly talks down upon Brutus and Cassius, but then proceeds to say Brutus is still an honest person. I'm not sure how sincere Mark Antony is when he says that. It is almost as though Mark is hiding this immense feeling of hatred towards Brutus and Cassius to maintain his persona. Do you mind if I speak now? I think it is important to hear from the person who actually gave the speech. Well, of course. Go ahead. I would first like to say Brutus and Cassius' actions were unforgivable. Unforgivable. Well, Mark... I don't think it is in question that what they did was extreme. However, unforgivable seems dramatic. I would have to agree with Mark on this one. I get that you may think it's wrong to say it's unforgivable. However, they did brutally assassinate the ruler of Rome, evil or not. With all due respect, Angus, you are wrong. With, I mean, sorry, with all due respect, Eli, you are wrong. You never lived under the rule of Julius Caesar. I did. Even if you did not like him, you cannot simply just kill a leader as powerful as Caesar. 
Caesar was, for the most part, loved and highly respected by the people of Rome. I see what you were saying, Mark, although I believe you could have approached the situation better. You said in Act 5, Villains, you did not sow when your vile daggers hacked one another in the sides of Caesar. You showed your teeth like apes and fawns like hounds. You are, in a way, comparing Brutus to Cassius and, and Cassius to wild animals when you say this. Would you care to explain? Well, truth be told, I was infuriated, and maybe my choice of words wasn't an accurate representation of my feelings. I felt that they had not only portrayed Caesar, but me as well. In your defense, Mark, Brutus says to you, Mark Antony, here, take your, you Caesar's body. You should not in your funeral speech blame us, but speak all good you can device of Caesar. It seems unjust that Brutus would expect you not to blame them for the death of Caesar at his funeral. You were extreme, extremely close to Caesar, and this just seems unreasonable to me. If I were in Mark's situation, I would have been extremely angry. Thank you, Angus. I couldn't agree more. That's a fair point, Angus. But one more thing, Mark. What do you have to say about when you said, these many then shall die? Their names are pricked. To clarify to the audience, he's referring to the senators when he says this. Eli, you have to understand that Brutus, Cassius, and all the other senators did one of the most unholy things I've ever heard of. I had all the right to express my anger. Not only was I a friend of Caesar, but they were too. Caesar had great trust in Brutus and Cassius, and they betrayed him. You're absolutely right. Well, agree to disagree. Anyway, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us today. I know it's hard for you to make time. It was my pleasure. I'm glad I finally got to speak about this, regardless of whether we had our disagreements. Goodbye. So for our conclusion, in this episode, we saw multiple perspectives on the killing of Julius Caesar and whether what Brutus and Cassius did was morally wrong. We saw why Mark Anthony's actions may have been extreme, but also why his actions were justified. It all comes down to whether you believe killing someone for the betterment of society can be justified. Thank you.